Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the print format at nicktiffany.com, in audio on all podcast platforms, and in video on YouTube. Today we are talking The Equalizer 3. This is the third team up as far as The Equalizer films go for Anton Fuqua and Denzel. This is a rated R bloody action movie series that I remember back in 2014 when it first started, I'd never heard of The Equalizer show. I was just like, okay, cool, a Denzel movie. I like some of Anton Fuqua's movies. He does a pretty decent job with his like action direction, I feel. So I was like, sure, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And the first movie kind of played out every person's like dream zombie scenario. So Denzel plays Robert McCall. He's a former Marine, a DIA agent, but he's retired. You know, he's just trying to lead a normal life. You know, it's the classic case of, you know, I'm trying to retire, but they keep bringing me back in. You know, something inevitably always gets him. He's a really good guy, which is his downfall here. You know, he can just not let bygones be bygones. He won't sit idly by when he sees people being pestered, harassed, attacked, intimidated. So, you know, this kind of gets him in a little bit of trouble because, you know, he's like, hey, I got to take action. So in the first film, you know, he works at a hardware store. He knows the entire layout. He knows where all the crazy power tools that could inflict all kinds of crazy damage are. And what you got out of that movie was like a super creative ending where it's like, okay, you know, this is when people say there's a zombie apocalypse. You're either going to Costco, you're going to Lowe's and bunkering down because you could build yourself whatever. You got every power tool known to man that can fight off waves of zombies. So in that movie, they very cleverly used a lot of the different tools in there and the layout of the uh, the Home Depot or whatever hardware store it was to that advantage. And so immediately it was like, all right, this was a cool series, if only for the precision that Denzel takes in terms of how he kills people. He's like, you know, I'm going to give you 30 seconds on my watch, you know, and in that 30 seconds, I'll incapacitate and kill everyone in this room. And, you know, he kind of does his own little visual head check and it's like, all right, you know, two seconds hit this guy here, grab his gun, shoot him there, and then you see it all play out in real time, and it's awesome. So, you know, you get a second movie, get a little more backstory kind of into his background, who's on his side, who keeps kind of feeding him information, old retired agents and whatnot, and then you get to The Equalizer 3. Finding himself in Italy and eventually down in Sicily, Robert McCall is just trying to do a job, and he comes across some Drug smugglers, nothing good. You know, he takes care of the issue, but he gets shot as a result, which is kind of a shock to him. And he barely makes himself all the way to this little town off the Amalfi Coast. And there he's tended to by a doctor named Enzo who says, you know, hey, this guy just had a bad fall. You know, I think he's a good guy, but time will tell, but let me patch him up. And so the Equalizer 3, it kind of starts on a slower note. It almost reminded me of like the end of The Dark Knight Rises in the sense that our hero is a little beaten, he's downtrodden, he's got to rehabilitate a little bit. And in this rehabilitation, though, I mean, the set for this movie, like the setting everywhere they filmed is just stunning. I mean, Italy has never looked more beautiful. You've never wanted to go visit and stay there more. And that's something that his character really starts to resonate with. There's this idea that, okay, maybe I won't be able to find peace anywhere I go because trouble 
will either always find me or it'll always arise from someplace. And so finding himself on a seaside here in this town that's been there for a thousand years, you've got old chapels, you've got these cobblestone streets. I mean, it's just beautiful. You've got the farmer's market, this small town and these people who embrace the American over time and kind of teach him their ways and embed him in their society there. And so he really starts growing fondly for this place as he's kind of working his strength back up. And, you know, I'm sure like a lot of people when they travel, it's like, hey, I don't I don't think we should come back from here. I could actually see myself living here. And, you know, he's making connections. He's enjoying life for what feels like kind of the first time for him. He can relax. Everything's good, except it's not. Because the one thing we know about evil is that evil exists everywhere. And if it's not the Boston Mafia, it's going to be the Italian Mafia. And you've got these goons and these thugs who are roughing up and hurting members of this small coastal town, trying to take their money, trying to press their thumb down, squeeze info out of them, whatever they can get. And so, obviously, while not at full strength, there's not too much that Denzel can do. But he bides his time. And of course, you know, he's going to give these guys a chance. He's going to ask them politely. Stop what you're doing. Do this somewhere else. You don't want the trouble. And of course, they're going to mock him. You know, what is one man versus all of us? <laughs> well, that's when you get equalized. So, you know, for the third installment, I went into this movie maybe expecting more along the lines of like the John Wick movies in the sense that it's just tons of nonstop action, crazy cool stuff. There's always a very human element to, to these equalizer stories because Denzel's character just does care that much about these people around him. And it's never more, it's never deeper than that in the sense that he really is just a guy who's trying to do the right thing. You know, you get the feeling that he doesn't really have much in his own life to live for. And so he fights for the people who can't fight for themselves. I mean, he's like a Batman in plain street clothing who gives you that Denzel smirk when he tells you he's going to whoop your ass. Now, he's going to do more than whoop your ass, but I mean, he's going to tell you. He's going to make sure that you know, and he's going to give that signature smirk. And it is just so much fun to watch Denzel in movies. I mean, he's already arguably one of the greatest actors of all time, certainly of his generation and certainly of those working both theatrically on the stage. I mean, he is just a brilliant, brilliant actor. And so to see him kind of play these roles is a little more fun. I mean, obviously we've seen the training day Denzel. We've seen glory Denzel. We've seen all the August Williams Denzels, but this McCall role is just really fun for him. I get the feeling that he just really enjoys this. Otherwise, he wouldn't come back for a second and third movie. And there is just almost like this kind of superhero degree to what he does. You know, he kind of lives in the shadows, kind of operates outside the main government, but is always doing things that obviously helps the government. You know, it's this side of like everybody he's hurting and killing are like really bad people. And so you're like, hey, I'm even though he's killing them in some pretty horrific ways, or you're like, I don't even know. I would never think to use that like that. I would not turn that into a weapon like somehow he did. But that's the beauty of Denzel. And Anton Fuqua's action here, stellar, works. I'm like, it's interesting because a lot of the movie plays up, obviously, this peaceful, easy side, like seaside living here, 
in this Italian town. And then there's just these bursts of violence and action that totally take you out of the moment. They don't take you out of the moment. They just completely catch you off guard. I mean, I was so surprised by how much of like a love letter to Italy and Sicily this film was too. And this European sense of slowing down and maybe enjoying life a little bit more. Going to the local cafes. I mean, it's everything that Anthony Bourdain tells travelers to do when they're anywhere else in the world. You know, you have the cream pasta, you have the local coffee, you talk with the locals there, you get to know people that you would never usually associate with. And it's just so, it was so enjoyable to watch Denzel just kind of fall in love with being there in Italy and feeling like this is the place I'm supposed to be right now. And, you know, I'm already a little predisposed to Italy, working in an Italian restaurant, knowing a lot about the culture, whether it's the cuisine, the drinks, some of the knowledge behind how they live over there. And it's something that I totally, I mean, I can't wait to get over to Italy to kind of live like McCall was, mafia beatings aside. Uh, But then I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm reclined in my chair watching this, enjoying all of the views. And then boom, something happens and you're like, okay, we're right back in the action. Anything can happen. Anybody can die. Uh, You know, probably except for Denzel because he's Denzel. So I don't know. Equalize your three. If you're a fan, I mean, there's part of me that I'm like, we should always, always support Denzel, especially. I mean, he truly is one of the greatest working actors. So it's great to see the fact that he can star in an R-rated film, action, violence, Italian appreciation and everything in between. Uh, I had a great time with it in the theater. It's going to play just as well at home though. So I can understand if people are like, ah, you know, an equalizer movie, the third one around, I can wait. You're going to have just as great a time watching it at home. The view is just as spectacular and I'm sure it's going to look even crisper on your 4k TV at home. But either way, if you love Denzel, if you love going to the movies, you're not going to have a bad time here. In fact, you're probably going to be more relaxed than you thought. And that's going to help you (laughs) for when they ramp up the violence and things get crazy. So for me, it's just another win in Denzel's book. Fuqua and him, I'm like, they've got a great chemistry. Antoine has said, like, hey, there's even a possibility we do a prequel series with Denzel's son, John, who you might know from Tenet, from Ballers. He's going to be in The Creator later this month. So, you know, the working relationship they have is just a ton of fun. And it's nice to know that these kind of mid-budget action films still exist. There's definitely still an audience for it. We had a pretty packed theater for like a 3 o'clock Thursday screening. So hopefully that tells you enough. I would recommend this movie. I think you're going to have an enjoyable time with it. Thanks again for listening, you guys. We got a pretty good September month starting to dip into some of the horror coming up. But we're also gonna guard, like we're gonna start getting into some good sci-fi. There's some Apple and Netflix originals for the month, so hopefully we're just gonna keep getting some better streaming options. But as always, stay tuned to NT Movie Reviews on all social media networks, podcast platforms, and on YouTube for all your movie reviews and movie news. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.